You're listening to Gifted with Sheila White, a podcast that will inspire you. Its purpose is to uplift and entertain creatives to pursue their passions through their gifts. Sheila White is a film and television producer, author, and entrepreneur. And in each episode, Sheila talks with gifted individuals about their journey and the lessons they've learned. It will also inspire you to make an impact, living your best purpose-driven life with clarity. And now, here's your host, Sheila White. Welcome, welcome, welcome. I am so excited today to have with me my guest, Khalid Hassan. Um, just get ready to laugh, get ready to just hold your sides. You may have to get something to drink or something because this interview is going to be so much fun. Khalid Hassan has been working as a stand-up comedian for a number of years. He's been seen on AGT, BET Television, and has been featured in Hollywood Weekly Magazine. He is the host of Cooking with Khalif and a Dash of Laughter that can be seen on Roku Creative Motion Network. His legacy is for his four children and his amazing wife, and his comedy and his impressions were used as a survival technique growing up in Chicago. We're going to be talking a little bit more about that. But just ladies and gentlemen, let's welcome our guest to the show, Khalif. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Hi, how are you guys doing today? Khalif, I'm so excited. You know, we, we have so much fun. We go way, way, way back, as they say. I know, right? <laughs> and so <laughs> this is really, really going to be so much fun. But let's just talk a little bit about you growing up using your comedy as a survival technique living on, in the streets of Chicago. I know you're a baller, you play basketball, and, and a lot of people weren't used to all the curls that you have under that hat t- tucked in. And so <laughs> how did you use laughter and comedy to kind of uh, help as a survival technique as you were growing up in the hood or in the streets of Chicago? Well, actually, I grew up in High Park. Um, I'm just a kid on 52nd Woodline, grew up in High Park. Um, there was, there was a, in High Park, there's like a numerous amount of people that live there, mm-hmm. Cubans, Kalamar, I mean, everybody, Asian Americans, Hispanics, everyone you could think of, Indian, uh, Native Americans, we're all living there. So when it goes to time, when you go out on Saturday morning from, after you finish your chores at 6 o'clock in the morning, and my parents were saying, hey, going outside. <laughs> okay. And do what? <laughs> you know? So you have to figure out what am I going to do. I'm going to be out all day long. I better be back home before the street lights come on. I'm going to get a whooping. Yes, a whooping. So, a real whooping. Not a, a timeout. Not a timeout. Not, not to sit in that corner. No, a belt <laughs> on your tail. <laughs> Bruises will be involved. <laughs> so um, I go outside. I have my basketball in one hand. My baseball glove in the other hand, and my jokes in my brain, ready mm. to go at any time. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, I noticed I had a gift when uh, I was playing with uh, my toys, my G.I. Joe with the Kung Fu grip, my Spider-Man, my Incredible Hawks, and all these different characters that I had as toys to, to, you know, to basically, uh, I don't know, entertain myself. Mm-hmm. So I started making the voices for the toys. And my parents started noticing, like, what the heck is this kid doing? You know, I have the incredible hawk voice, like, me hawk, me destroyed, <laughs> me smashed. My parents were looking, what is wrong with this boy? And then I sit over there and I do Spider-Man's voice and I do Muhammad Ali. And, I do, and then I started, I said, you know what, I got something here. 
So the kids are always cool, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and they pick on you if you give them. Yeah. Your name is Kali. Yes. Okay. So I got called Kali, <laughs> Leaf, Caillou, Leaf, Kairu, Leaf, Leaf. And I'm like, okay, y'all, y'all messing this up, so let, let's help you. Just say Kali. Okay. okay. Leaf is fine. And they were like, oh, okay. So, I mean, the voices started, the, the impressions started coming when I started watching television and listening, concentrating on what these sounds and I'm like, okay, this sounds good. Mm-hmm. Do I sound like this guy, mm-hmm. or am I making the sound right? Mm-hmm. You know. So that was that was the goal to sound like that individual and, okay. and enhance the mannerisms. Mm-hmm. Well, was so, that is that how you discovered your passion for comedy? As you just started getting these impressions in your head, or it was just uh, trying to avoid getting it, the whoopings from being not back in time. <laughs> yeah, I can always make my, my dad laugh before he give me a whooping. You know what I mean? <laughs> I can't whoop you if you keep me laughing. So I, I, I keep my daddy laughing. I'm like, we're going to think of some little jokes. I crack something. I'm like, Dad, you, do you really want to whip your hands in the sun? He's like, oh, God. I'm like, I'm going to bruise. I'm gonna, my feelings going to be hurt. You know, your feelings are going to be hurt. We're going to apologize later. And then you're going to forget what you're whipping me for. He's like, oh, God. You're on punishment for two days. You know? like, okay, I'll take that. <laughs> but I mean, you know, you you learn uh, it's, it's it's more of a coping mechanism mm-hmm. uh, when you're growing up as a child. Uh, when you go outside and mm-hmm. you play for five, six, seven, sometimes eight hours, it's right. like playing as a job as a yes, kid. It is. You it play is. eight hours. Right. Don't come back in the house. Right. Different from today, Mom where kids are in the house. Having mommy, and daddy time. <laughs> you know what I mean? They might be watching their own television show. They don't want kids involved at mm-hmm. all. So. Wow. I, and I knew that that was what was going on because after I finished my chores, I said, well, let's go play basketball. So I have my basketball. We go play basketball. Mm-hmm. Four or five hours later, we're hungry. We're tired. We're ready to come back home. And the guys were like, man, you know, what are you? You're light-skinned. You're dark. You're, you're, you're white. What are you? So they just call me white boy. I've been called yellow boy. I was like, you know, why do I have to have a stigmatism on me? Why do I have to have something that says this is what you are? You know what I mean? Wow. So. Yeah. It, it got to a point of like um, I, I, I I found out who I really was uh, from my father. My father is telling me you know different stories of uh, of African uh, heritage and everything. You know, mm-hmm. uh, he said uh, the Moors. You know, this is where we are and blah 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 blah. blah. There's a lot of things that you just you want to know who you are. Everybody in America wants to put on their application race. What are you? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm a human being. I make yeah. people laugh. Yeah, that's yeah. what they should be saying. Right. So let's get to the human being part. I, I'll make you laugh. Right, I can right. do a, an impression real quick, and you'll start laughing, you know? Right. You know what, man? I don't know what's going on, man, but people be saying stuff, man. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Do you know? Do you understand where it's coming out of my mouth? You know what? And I want to talk to you about that because who are some of your early influences in comedy? Because growing up, like you said, it was like an eight-hour day to go outside and play six to eight hours, and you didn't almost come in until it was dinner time. Lunch just wasn't something that happened. Someone had some candy. You could just have candy, and you would live off of that. And that was lunch. And you just keep going. So, but now kids are indoors. They're they're playing with their all of their gadgets and things. But who are some of your early influences in comedy? I'm glad I'm grown and I'm having this interview because if I had this interview when I was a kid, I'd probably be getting a whooping right now. Um. Richard Pryor. Okay. I love Richard Pryor. Okay. Okay. Um, Eddie Murphy. Mm-hmm. Uh, I used to sneak and listen to their tapes. My mm. grandmother had an eight-track tape. Mm. And you I said eight-track, right? 
day track. That ain't on day two, but eight track. Eight track. <laughs> I don't care if it takes me. Eight track. You can't stream it. You can't pause it. It's, you, re, you rewind a little bit. You might go too far. It's an eight track. It has to play out. So <laughs> it I has to play it. out. Yeah, it had to play out. So I learned at an early age, all right, here comes, here it comes, here comes the joke. But it taught me at a very young age to stay with the program as far as the intro of the joke, yeah. the height of the joke, okay. the climax, mm-hmm. boom, drop it. Mm. That's the joke. Wow. So at a very young age, I had to really concentrate on what Richard Pryor was saying about mm-hmm. how this dog was chasing him and the dog was talking to him. You know, and I had to conceptualize that. How's a dog talking to a young young man? Mm-hmm. And it's a German Shepherd. So I'm like, yeah, you know I'm gonna eat you, right? <laughs> you know I'm gonna chase you in the morning, right? I'm like, as a kid, trying to get that conceptualized in my brain. As a kid, it was like, oh, he's doing some some different impressions. He's making the dog come alive. So he's he's painting a picture. Mm-hmm. So I know I had to paint a picture mm-hmm. so that people could understand what I was saying. You, you, you start the story so they can understand the whole entire joke. I mean, it, it, it has to go like that because if it doesn't, every eight seconds I learned from another prominent comedian, uh, Steve Harvey, he said you have to make everyone laugh for every eight seconds. Mm. If it's connecting to what you said earlier, your first joke, mm-hmm. go back to your first joke and make them laugh for those eight seconds. Wow. So I learned this is what you have to do. And, mm. and if you start the story, you have to have a beginning, a climax. You have that beginning, a middle, and a climax. Right, right. After you do those, that trifecta right there, you crush a man with the joke. Mm. But I didn't have to do that mm. because I would tell my stories with impressions. Okay. You know, I make my teachers, it's, you know, someone asked me, you know, how, how was your day? Well, you know, the teacher pissed me off that day, you know. I didn't want to go up to the board, but she asked me to go up to the board anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I had my homework, but I ain't feel like talking. You know, <laughs> I had a bad day. You know what I'm saying? Right. So people would like that like, man, you know, you're not just a regular guy. Mm-hmm. So I knew I was different. So I don't know how I do all these impressions. My doctor thinks I'm crazy. She just ready to start. <laughs> give me a blue pill, red pill, or orange pill to get me back normal. You know. But it's crazy. Yeah, you know, I, I just let's talk a little bit about your television show that's on Roku, uh, Cooking with Khalif and a Dash of Laughter. Why cooking? Why did you decide to, you know, do comedy and cooking combination? Cooking is a coping mechanism. Mm. Um, dealing with my, my mom and my dad, fantastic parents, they were both teachers, they're professors. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, you know, they come home, they're basically coming home, they're doing more work. They were like um, doing all the correcting homework papers and mm-hmm. and preparing quizzes and, and exams for their students. Okay. So time with us was like, okay, it's time to eat. Mm-hmm. Okay, <laughs> let's go. You know, time to eat. You know, and then at the dinner table, I learned um, that's why I always made sure every home I've ever lived in to have a dining room table because yeah. that's a, that's a, that's a platform to start talking. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I learned. When you're at the dinner table, start talking. Talk mm. about your day. What happened? Mm. And my parents would ask me every single day, well, how was your day? And they would ask me, and like today's kids, oh, it was okay. No, they need to elaborate. I need to know what happened in your day mm. from 8.30 in the morning till 3 o'clock in the afternoon. Wow. And those conversations were so in-depth 
that it's like, I mean, it became like a, 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 a just a, it, it, it was normal because mm-hmm. it's, it's like my friends, they come over and eat at our house. Man, why don't y'all have hot dogs? Why don't y'all have uh, hamburgers? Are we shrimp? Are we prawn? Are we lobster? Are we crab? Mm. So cooking became a coping mechanism to get ready for dinner. Okay. Everybody's helping. Okay. I'm chopping. Mm. I'm preparing with my dad. I'm prepping everything. So it became fun. Okay. And it was like a chore, and I hated it as a kid. But then as the older I got, I noticed I started attracting a different audience. Mm. Women love a man that can cook. <laughs> Women love a man that can cook. That's right. And if, you, if you're a halfway decent, attractive guy, <laughs> and, you know, my game was showing my green eyes. That was my thing. I ain't saying nothing else. I ain't got to look at the green eyes. Now. Check out the green eyes. Check out the curlies. You know what I mean? Don't care at everything. Ooh, we got some good hair, girl. Like, yeah. Let's talk. Your telephone number is 773. You know? Well, what motivates you, Kylie? What motivates you to keep going on a day-to-day basis? Because I know there's so much going on with this pandemic that we're in, but you still have time to make people laugh. You're still, you know, like I said, your show was on Roku, on Creative Motion Network, Cooking with Kylie and the Dash of Leffer. But what motivates you? Something that no one has ever seen and no one's ever done. Okay. Um, creating recipes mm-hmm. that are outside the box. Mm-hmm. Not just your regular cooking show coming out there. Hi, my name is Brian. We're going to make <laughs> fettuccine Alfredo. <laughs> First, you get your. It's boring. Yeah. You're like, yeah. oh gosh, I'm going to jump off the. This is boring. <laughs> so I get in there and say, hey, you know, I was going, hey, 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 let me tell you something. Don't mess this up, okay? Now I'm trying to teach you how to make some greens. You must see greens. Uh, it's gonna be a rob. It's different. It's different. You're yeah. hearing a, you're mm-hmm. an impression. Yeah, yeah. You know, Friday I'm cooking. I'm cooking. Uh, uh, quick, quick chicken, chicken wings, mm-hmm. and I, I'm uh, having a jerk chicken sauce on there. Okay. And I'm making some wings and some home fries. Mm-hmm. People want to know how to make quick meals. Right. Delicious meals, mm-hmm. and it's healthy at the same time. I mean, jerk chicken is better than fried chicken, if you didn't know. Wow. It's very healthy. You better you know, tell somebody, healthy. right? <laughs> yeah, you know, and then you throw some greens in there. It's That's healthy, too. You okay. just can't add all that salt in there. You can't keep putting all that salt. Mm. But making it fun, creating something, putting yeah. the, the garnish on there, yeah. making it look beautiful. Mm-hmm. you got to cook with your eyes. You know, yeah. Americans yeah. eat with their eyes. Yeah. You, know, you throw something together, I'm not eating that. What the <laughs> heck is that? Is that still alive? You, know? <laughs> you want to look at it. If it looks beautiful, you're like, man, I don't yeah. even want to eat it, but mm. it looks so good. Let me try that shrimp. Let me right. see how it tastes. That presentation. And, 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 and people mess up the word shrimp all the time. They mm-hmm. squimps, shrimps. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's shrimp. Right, right. You know what I mean? Shrimp with the P. <laughs> it's, it's, it's plural. It's one. It's single. It's all that. But it's shrimp. Yeah. You know, not swimps. Well, not shrimps. It's shrimp. Well, you know what? We're going to take a short commercial break, and uh, we're going to come back talking to Khalif Hassan, the up-and-coming comedian that has traveled the world, that has his own show now on Roku Creative Motion Network. We'll be right back after this commercial break. Imagine yourself being pampered from head to toe, surrendering to the aromas of sweet serenity. Welcome to Libby's Soaps and Candles. Your destination for comfort and relaxation begins here. 
visit us at Libby'sSoapsAndCandles.com to learn more about our exotic products. We are back. We are back talking with Kylie Hassan. Um, the the cooking with Kylie and a dash of laughter. He's the host of that show that comes on Creative Motion Network. Kylie, we did a number of uh, we talked about a number of different things, but now I want to talk about some of the impressions that you do. Um, if there was a fly on the wall listening to Bill Clinton talking to Bernie Mac about running for president, what would Bill Clinton say to Bernie Mac running for president? Well, I mean, as we tell you now, we, we, it's a long way now. We've come a long way. And, and, and I keep telling Hillary that if we move as a people, we can do this all day long. And, 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 and other things, things are changing. You know, people like the South, and people like the North, and everything is looking beautiful. I mean, I really don't understand it. You know, you know, I'm trying to tell you, Bill, you know, sometimes, you know, things ain't like they're supposed to be. You know, I, like black people, we like flaming hot. I don't know why we like flaming hot, but we like flaming hot. They ain't good for you, but we like flaming hot. You know what I'm saying? Because they taste good. They ain't good for you, but they taste good. Now, how about Chris Rock talking to Ray Charles about a song that he wants him to every play? Every time somebody gets in the room, I try to figure it out. And Ray Charles, he don't, he don't know what he's talking about sometimes. But I, you know what, baby? I, I, you know, I, I hear what you're saying, baby, but I think I, you got to get it in sometimes. You know what I mean? If you love cooking, baby, you got to cook sometimes. I, I can't cook. I have to order my food, you know, because I can't see. But you, you, well, 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 I understand you can't see, but you know how to eat a hot dog. Nobody ever showed you how to eat a hot dog, but you know how to eat a hot dog, don't you? Now, how about Denzel Washington helping hey, the hey, ducks hey, to hey, cross hey, hey, the street? Let me tell you <laughs> huh? Huh? King Kong ain't got nothing on me, huh? I run this, huh? I'm in the kitchen, I'm cooking, I'm doing what I need to do, okay? Huh? Hey, I got you, Sheila. Huh? <laughs> now, how about Cat Williams talking to his, about his favorite television show? I don't understand why people just come in there and ask me all these questions about a television show I ain't even in. You know what I mean? <laughs> I need to call Khalif because this is called infringement. How is he using my voice on TV, on a TV show I ain't even getting paid for? You know what I mean? I need to go get my perm redone. I don't understand. Uh, do you understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Now, how about a Barack Obama talking about his favorite superhero, Barack well, Obama? You know, sometimes we put things together, we try to figure out how to do it, and we figure it out, but we can't fly. I know that I can get your vote again, and you'll vote for me. Then we'll fly to the voting polls in my personal jet, and yes, I'll be smoking Newport 100 cigarettes at all times. <laughs> So, you know, what I'm going to tell you what we're going to do, we're going to have some fun, and there's nothing you can do about it. (laughs) Michelle, you have something to say? (laughs) Okay, Kylie, and what about, for the young at heart out there, what about SpongeBob talking to Patrick about something happening at school? (laughs) You know, I don't know why they have us do all this homework, okay? (laughs) I don't want to do it sometimes, but I have to. Because I have to get my education, and i got to get up out of this house. I don't know how I'm going to get out the house, but I'm going to do it. 
I don't ever do that either. You know, I'm not as smart as you can spike ball. <laughs> You're not smart at all, Patrick. <laughs> Oh my goodness. Well, we are having such a good time, but friends, we're. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> wait, is that Donkey? Trent! Trent, what, 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 what's going on? Why you got us on TV? What's going on, man? Oh, you know I can't be on TV. I ain't even clean my hood. My hood is still dirty with mud. Oh, I just don't understand this. Trent, what's going on? What is going on? Oh, Trent. <laughs> wait, is that, is that, is that his mama? Is that Sherman's mama? Oh, Sherman. Sherman, 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 Sherman. Oh, that's my baby. Khalid can cook his tail off. Oh, he come to my kitchen anytime, anytime, baby. Woo! I'm sorry, Sheila. <laughs> that is so good. I just wanted to uh, bring out some of that part of you. You guys, we are having such a good time. Khalid, what would you say to some of the up-and-coming comedians that are out there that want to get into the industry? What advice would you give them? Get a job. <laughs> no, um, I would tell them um, study the older comedians, not the newer ones, because it seems like all the new comedians want to curse, 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 curse. There's more content and just telling your real life story, what happened to you in life as a child mm-hmm. of growing up and talking about your adult stories. It, it's funny to people. You'll be surprised what people laugh at when they can relate to you and they can understand what you've been through and what you've gone through. Uh, they can see that, hey, you know what? I've done that too. Mm-hmm. and Or I've done that stupid thing. Yes, I was at a red light and a police officer pulls me over. I turn into a Nigerian. You know, what, what officer, what do you need? Why did you put me over? <laughs> no, no, no. This is my car. Yes, I have insurance. You know? So it's like, yeah, I mean, you know, as black people, we got to do creative stuff because, you know, we can't go to jail. We can't get beat up by the popo. We got to think of something creative. Don't be black when you get pulled over. You say, no, I am not from here. I am not from here, dog. My neighbor is coming to America. That is where we are. Yes, no, no, no. I do have my driver's license. You better play somebody else. Don't be black. What, what's next, Makaili? What's next that you have coming up? that uh, you can let our, our audience know what are some of the projects and some of the things that you have coming up? Um, I'm currently writing a cooking book. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's basic cooking uh, things in there, recipes that I, 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 uh, I did when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. Um, I haven't put this one. It sounds crazy. It's called peanut butter cornflake candy. Mm. Um, we made that in, in basketball camp. And I was like, what the heck is peanut butter cornflake candy? <laughs> You know, and it's nothing but all a bunch of stuff in there, and it's not good for you, but it's good. It's really, really good. Um, flaming Hot, uh, uh, I have Flaming Hot, uh, I crush the Flaming Hots, and I roll my chicken in there, and I fry it. Tastes really, really good. People wow. like that. Uh, Cheetos, crush them up in there, roll it. It's, it's different. You're not just wow. having just fried chicken. Wow. Something different. Right. Taking some Pringles. Crush mm-hmm. them up, put them in there, some breadcrumbs, mm-hmm. rolling it in there, and, and fry it. Wow. People want something that tastes delicious. Mm-hmm. People that want something that's quick, fast, mm-hmm. and they can hear up and watch their show. Now, it's, it, you can watch millions and millions of shows by streaming, cooking with Philippe with a dash of laughter. Right. You can stream it. Right. You know what I mean? You can pause it, get up, cook, mm-hmm. stop what you're doing, put it in the kitchen, and learn how to cook snap peas or learn how to cook right. pan seared uh, 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 pan sear salmon mm-hmm. or I show you how to pan sear 
uh, a steak. A lot of people think you just throw a steak on the grill and just let it go. Mm. You have to marinate it. You got to have the different flavors in it. So you got to cook with garlic. Yeah. If you don't like garlic, you can't. You can't start cooking. You mm. have to have minced garlic and cut up some fresh garlic in there. Mm. But I want to show America that you know it's it's not as hard as you think it is. Mm-hmm. We don't have to keep going out to these restaurants and letting them tell us that the sky is blue and gray. Mm. We can do it for ourselves. We mm. can cook in our own kitchen. Mm-hmm. And since the pandemic. I got even more creative. Mm. I started doing stuff even more. I was like, you know, I can make some snap peas. I can make some, I can make some, uh, take some shrimp. I can Mm -hmm. take some calamari. Mm -hmm. It's a lot of different things that you can use Mm -hmm. that are in your neighborhood supermarkets uh, that you can make a delicious meal for your spouse, your children, or your family. Wow. You don't have to keep going out. That's where we got, that's where we got tricked. Yeah. Going out. Yeah. You don't know what what they're cooking with. You know, Mm -hmm. the cook had an attitude. You don't know what's going on. Right. When you're cooking, it's got to be with love. Wow. You have to cook with love. Now, how can the audience get in contact with you for just more updates, more information, you know, about the cookbook that's coming out? Um, how can they get in contact with you? Um, cooking, with, cooking with Khalif 2020 uh, at, at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm also, I'll be working on a website pretty soon. So that people can uh, get that get that ready, so I'm, I'm actually will start putting some different recipes on my website, so mm-hmm. that you guys can, if you if you missed a show or you missed an episode and you want to get something, you can email me and say, hey, uh, can you put on your website uh, the recipe that I saw on episode two or episode three? Okay, uh, I want to learn how to do that. So yeah, mm-hmm. um, I'm gonna be a lot more. You're not know, getting my telephone number. <laughs> <laughs> That's, that's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. Well, we want you to check out Khalif Hassan. Um, check out his show on Roku, Cooking with Khalif and a Dash of Laughter. Friends, we're just about out of time, but we want to thank you for listening. If you did not hear the entire broadcast, please visit our website for updates and more information. And please leave a comment at www.roadtoeternity.net. And remember, you are uniquely designed and strategically gifted. Thank you for listening to Gifted with Sheila White. We hope you understand how your gifts can make an impact on the world. Gifted with Sheila White is produced by Road to Eternity, a film and television production company. 